my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries and my anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you don't answer. By night, but I don't find any rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you our ancestors put their trust, they trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me, they hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast on you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Don't be far from me, for trouble is near and there's no one to help. Many bulls surround me. Strong bulls of Bashan encircle me. Roaring lions that tear their prey open their mouths wide against me. And I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted within me. My mouth has dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me. A pack of villains encircles me. They pierce my hands and my feet. All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. But you, Lord, don't be far from me. You're my strength. Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to my people. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from help, but has listened to his cry for help. From you comes the theme of my praise in the great assembly. Before those who fear you, I will fulfill my vows. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before him, for dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him, those who cannot keep themselves alive. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord, and they will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, he has done it. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Oh God, as we consider the words of the psalmist, we pray as always for insight and understanding into who you are and into who we are and into the relationships you're calling us into with ourselves, with each other, and with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we are here on this day between days, the day between the resurrection and the sacrifice of Jesus, a day of a disappointment, a day 
where God is in the grave. And so we've come with longing, with expectation for another day, but today we have to just take a moment and we have to reflect on discouragement and disappointment. Discourage and disappointment that even Jesus' first disciples experienced. We know this because uh, we read that Jesus, on the first day, on the day of the resurrection, he met two disciples. And we're told that they were going to a village called Emmaus, seven miles walk from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened, Luke tells us. And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, these things being what had happened to Jesus, Jesus himself came and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him, so their eyes were shielded and they didn't know it was Jesus, but they were walking with him and they, they were talking and he started to interview them. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they responded. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. The disappointment is dripping in their mouths. We had hoped. Our hopes and dreams were wrapped up in him, and now he's in a grave. We heard that he was buried in a garden. Disappointment. Sometimes we want to skip over the disappointment, and we want to get to the, the fun stuff. We want to get to the celebration. We want to get to the first day and the awakening. But today on this Holy Sabbath day, as we come together, it's important we take a moment and reflect on disappointment because disappointment is part of the human experience. If you've lived on planet Earth for any time, you know disappointment. Disappointment is an inevitable outcome of being born on planet Earth. And so we come together here with longing and expectation for things to come, but the reality is, Many of us today are struggling with disappointment and discouragement, and we can take heart that we are not alone. Those first disciples of Jesus, they experienced disappointment like we may never experience. Their hopes and dreams were wrapped up in Jesus. They gave their lives. Many of them had spent three and a half years giving up everything, their jobs, their families, to be with Jesus in the hope and anticipation that he was going to fix everything and that Israel was gonna reclaim its spot of glory among the nations, and that they would be there on his right hand and on his left hand. And now, he's in the grave with no hope. You know, we have hope today because we know the story, we know what happened the next day, but imagine them, I mean, where's the hope? All your hopes and dreams are wrapped up in him. Now, our text of emphasis today comes from the book of uh, the Psalms, Psalm 22. It was uh, apparently one of those Bible verses that uh, Jesus himself memorized. You may, uh, it may sound familiar, those first words, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Because we know that Jesus, 
on the Friday of his death, he recited Psalm 22. And it's a perfect example, Psalm 22 is, of maintaining trust even in a world of disappointment. That's God's ideal for us. That when we face disappointment, when we face discouragement, when we face challenges, that we will maintain trust. And so Psalm 22 gives us that model. The psalmist says, but you, Lord, don't be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. There's hope in Psalm 22. And so this is what God is calling us to live with. When we face disappointment, when we face discouragement, as we all have and as we all will, that we will maintain our trust and our faith in God. And yet the challenge is, it's difficult. It's difficult to maintain trust and faith when disappointment is at the door and discouragement is at the door. And so what is it that is, makes it so hard to maintain our faith and maintain our trust when things get difficult and when we face disappointment? That's our question that we've got to wrestle with uh, today and until that day when all things are made new. What is it that challenges us? And as always, there's many, many responses, but three stand out today. You know, the world is indeed a scary place. And scary things make us think about ourselves and, and challenge us to have faith and trust. War, injustice, political disputes, religious disputes. There are a lot of things happening in our world. You don't have to you know, look at your uh, cell phone too long in the morning to see the notifications popping up about this happening here and this happening there. And it seems like it's happening increasingly more and it's just overwhelming. The world is a scary place. The psalmist said it like this in Psalm 22. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls of Bashan, they encircle me. Doesn't it feel like that sometimes when you're reading your newsfeed? <laughs> the scary animals are surrounding me. The lions, the bulls, they're surrounded. They're encircling me. Everywhere we go, there's something new that's desperate and challenging and disturbing and disappointing. And so the world is a scary place that challenges our ability to trust in the face of disappointment. Secondly, we are challenged to have trust and faith amidst disappointment because we are insecure and we know our inabilities. You know, we might act like we have it all together and we get dressed all nice for Easter weekend, but uh, each of you, you know your insecurities. You know the areas where you don't have it together, and I bet there's a lot of them. If we were really honest with each other, there's a lot of things going on in our experience that make us insecure about who we are. The psalmist again said this in verse six, I am a worm and not a man. I am a worm and not a human. I'm scorned by everyone, despised by all the people. Haven't you felt that somewhat sometimes? Work isn't going well, oh, ah. And you're trying to put up appearances, but deep down inside you know you don't have it together. And there's disappointment in that. And that challenges our ability to have faith and trust. And finally, having faith and trust in the face of disappointment is difficult because we are impatient. 
You know, we want things to be figured out. You know, it's one thing if you have a little disappointment and you move on, but what happens when the disappointment lasts and it doesn't go away and the war rages on and the injustice rages on and your work experience isn't what you hoped it to be and there's, there's nothing else to do? That's discouraging and it's disappointing and we're impatient because we want things to be fixed as quickly as possible and some things just seem like they never get fixed. And so we're impatient and we're insecure and the world indeed is a scary place. And what do we do? How do we maintain trust and faith on a day where it seems like God is in the grave and nobody's speaking and nobody's responding and the enemy is encircled around. Well, as always, we go back to Jesus. When we're facing disappointment and discouragement and our faith is, and our trust is challenged, where else are we gonna go? We read in Luke chapter 22 these words, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, his favorite place to go and pray, apparently. And his disciples, they followed him. And when he got to the place, he said to them, pray that you won't fall into temptation. He's worried about his disciples. And so he withdrew about a stone's throw away. And he knelt down and he prayed, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Facing disappointment and discouragement or the potential for this. He knows what is coming. He knows it's going to be hard. He knows it's going to be challenging. He knows the potential for disappointment and discouragement is right there in front of him. Father, take this cup from me. And yet his response to his own request is, not my will, but yours be done. Trust in the face of disappointment and discouragement. What we have such a hard time maintaining, Jesus has already done. Jesus faced the most disappointing of circumstances, the most discouraging of circumstances, and he said, not my will, but your will be done. As we come together on this day of disappointment, we can take heart that because Jesus has accomplished what is so difficult for us, we have hope that as we confess faith in him, he can give us the encouragement, he can give us the faith, he can give us the trust that we don't inherently and innately have in ourselves. That's what this weekend is about. Something outside of ourselves has stepped into the human experience and gives us power to live in a way that we will never, ever, ever live on on our own. Jesus has done for us what we cannot do for ourselves. When, it's, when we're facing disappointment and discouragement and our, our faith and our trust is challenged, we can take hope that Jesus has had faith and trust for us. The Apostle Paul said it like this, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. If you declare with your mouth that he has done it and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Whatever disappointment and discouragement and, and, and terrible thing is facing you, you will be saved. 
For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be disappointed. As we express faith in the Lord Jesus, he gives us the faith we don't inherently have. As you confess with your mouth, that's literally, you confess with your mouth and then God is able because he doesn't force himself onto us. God is enabled to give us the trust and faith that we don't inherently have. And so today, if you are coming with disappointment and facing discouragement and you don't have the trust and you don't have the faith, welcome to the family. We're all in the same boat. We don't have it in ourselves. You're not gonna have the trust. You're not gonna have the faith on your own. But if you confess faith in the Lord Jesus, he has promised to empower us and has told us we will never be disappointed. On this day of disappointment, God wants to give us faith that we can trust despite whatever we are facing. In a few moments, we're gonna take part in Christianity's oldest practice, the broken body and the shed blood of Jesus represented in the bread and the juice. And as we take part in this practice, we are taking Jesus into ourselves. That's the idea, you eat of the flesh and you drink of the blood and as we do that, as we confess faith in Jesus, God empowers us with power we do not inherently have ourselves. May he do that in you and me today. Amen.